This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Steve Kerr sponsored by Xfinity. The Xfinity 10G network is made for streaming live sports, which means it's the network you can rely on in the biggest moments. The Xfinity 10G network, the best way to stream live sports. And also presented by Great Clips. And sports success is about team effort, and the same is true for your hair. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Kind of like last night. And we were talking about it all afternoon, Steve. We figure, of all your Willard and Dibbs appearances, you've been looking forward to this one the most. True or false? <laughs> True. Okay. True. Uh, yeah, but it's also the first first show we've done after a win all year, I think. So, is it? Gosh. Uh, I feel like maybe we had one more, but definitely the first three-game win streak. I mean, and, and, and it being Boston and the way it went down, like, can you can you give our, our listeners that? Like, what did last night mean to all of you? Well, I think, uh, obviously, they're a great team. Um, you know, just saw them in the finals a year and a half ago. All the same guys. Um, you know, big big night at Chase. Really, it was loud and electric in there. And so, you know, between winning our third straight game and, and having it come against a uh, great team uh, being down 17 in the second half. It was, uh, was kind of just what we needed, really. I'm hoping this is uh, a game that can spark us and, and, and we can get on a real run here. Yeah, we were hoping uh, the same thing. And you got a couple of schedule spots that look more favorable than Boston probably would have felt last night. Steve, what's it like when... You're there watching this all take place, and you're down 17, and there's no give up, and all of a sudden you're back in it, and then you see Steph hit another one of his classic three-pointers, and you said in the post game that when he shoots these, you expect him to go in. What's that like to, to see that shot, seeing as much basketball as you've seen, and really expecting it to go in? Well, and, and watching Steph every day at practice, too, it's not just games. I mean, I, I'm so familiar with his, uh, his motion and uh, just the, the fluidity with which he plays and, and the rhythm. It's um, it's just beautiful to watch. And so every once in a while, he, he takes one that seems so outrageous um, and and so so beautiful. I mean, I think Clay called it a moon ball. Um, and, and that's what it felt like. That ball was up there forever. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I've been around him for a decade now and, and, um, I, I, I fully expect that shot to go in and, and it did. Steve, I want to ask you about both rookies. Let's start with the quick question on, uh, Brandon Pajemski. How's he doing? He's doing pretty well. Yeah. We got, um, good reports today. Uh, he recovered well. 
the beauty of being young, you can, you know, overcome a, a knock or a bruise pretty quickly, and, and Brandon's feeling better. So we'll, he'll, uh, he's going to try to practice tomorrow, and we'll see how it goes. So I would get questionable for Friday, but um, things seem to be looking fine in that regard. And, um, and then, yeah, the, uh, what, was you, what was the next question? Well, the next one is Trace Jackson Davis and, and what last night means for, for his role going forward. Yeah, I mean, it's two games in a row with Trace where he, he was really fantastic and, and uh, you know, gave us such a, a big lift at both ends with the uh, the rim presence, uh, shot blocking capability, and then also, you know, his uh, his finishing around the rim uh, in the paint. He was he was brilliant both nights and, and really um, the key to the game last night. So um, he's going to play. He's going to be in the rotation 100%. He he really balances out the front court and gives us a, a different look from Looney and, and Dario. So uh, we're really excited about Trace. I mean, he's uh, you know the 57th pick in, in the draft. That, that's uh, that makes no sense. He, he he looks like a looks like a lottery pick to me. Speaking of lottery picks, Jonathan Kaminga, lottery pick, and last night sure played like it. Are you seeing his confidence level really emerging in leaps and bounds of late? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's really fun to watch, J.K. I thought last night was uh, one of his best games. I mean, I, I, don't, know, I don't know if it was the best, but uh, definitely one of them because uh, – of the, the 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 details that he was uh, tending to, I mean, he he made a couple of quick extra passes to Steph and Clay when you know maybe he could have shot it, but he recognized that we were the best shooters on earth or next to him, so throw it to those guys. You know, um, the rebounding, the running the floor, attacking the rim, um, you know, blocking shots, going after challenging shots, and then. You know, really, the whole reason we drafted him is, is for, for nights like that, where when you're playing the best teams in the league, there's going to be Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. There's going to be these monster wings who that you have to be able to match up with. And I thought uh, J.K. did a great job defending and, and just playing the game last night. Warriors coach Steve Kerr with us here, as he is every week. Willard and Dibbs, 95-7 the game. Coach, I want to ask you this in a silver lining sort of a way. We we know that you guys support Draymond and would love to have Draymond Green back as soon as possible. But because his absence is potentially creating some avenues for others to get more minutes, is, is there a, a silver lining? Could there end up being some hidden positives? I think there's always, you know, a silver lining in, in, in cases like these, you know, where, you know, somebody's out. I mean, you, you look, I, I look back at the, uh, the year we had worst record in the NBA. We had all those injuries, right? Steph and Clay out for the year, uh, you know, departures with Kevin Durant, Sean Livingston finished with the worst record in the league. But you know what happened? The guys developed. Jordan Poole, uh, was thrown into the deep end and, and, um, you know, we, we had a group of young players who were forced to play and, and had to, to deal with a year of adversity and learning about the NBA. And we filled up the, the cup. We was like, we were so exhausted from whatever it was, five straight trips to the finals. And uh, our guys were, were wiped out. And that year, we were able to, you know, get motivated and get, get our energy back. And we won the championship, you know, a year and a half later. So... 
uh, there's always a silver lining to this stuff. And, and as much as we miss Draymond and want him back, um, it's going to open up um, playing time and uh, opportunities for other people. Without going into too many specifics, how's it going for Draymond here in these early days of him doing what he needs to do to get back on the court? Yeah, I mean, you know, we I, I haven't really seen him. You know, everything is, this is not, as we talked about, uh, as I've talked about, this is not a sprained ankle where he's in the training room every day. You know, this is um, there's a suspension and absence, and he's taking some time. We're giving him space, and uh, we'll, we'll obviously be in touch with him. But, um, you know, right, right now there's there's no, no update. I mean, I, I don't have anything to, you know, to add to that. Steve, just so we know, because we've sort of seen the report that that during this time Draymond would would still practice with the team. Is is that not the case? Is he not around? Uh, not not to this point. I think he's uh, you know he will be in. Um, you know he'll be keeping himself in shape and working with our training staff and um, you know. But uh, in the early part of this, he, you know, he's getting away. We're we're giving him space and and. As I said, this is you know this is a much bigger issue than tending to an injury. You know, so we're we're, we're we, we we have to give him his privacy on that and and uh, and space and and uh, you know go from there. Well, we appreciate uh, all future updates. We all want Draymond to be back and uh, you know playing the best basketball he can in no real related way. Looks like the team is certainly playing with a little bit more joy. Is that because the team's playing better, or is it because you guys are winning? Are those things just always going to be interrelated with the joy aspect? Well, they're, they're, to me, they're always interrelated, you know, and what comes first, the, you know, the chicken or the egg. But you, what you try to do, what, what, what we preach is, is a, a sense of joy, uh, every day, and it's not about. I should, the, preach is the wrong word. I mean, you, you it, when you when you, when your culture takes hold uh, as an athletic team, uh, whatever your values are, those things are alive every day, and you don't have to try. It's just that's that's the, the that's the vibe, and uh, and we're lucky. We have Steph Curry, who um, I think personifies joy in sports better than any athlete that I've ever seen in my life. So. Uh, our, I think our players, if you ask them, I think they'll tell you they enjoy coming to work every day. They enjoy being together, uh, come into the facility, get their work in. Um, it's fun. It's, it's vibrant. It's, uh, it's a great atmosphere. Um, and then bottom line is uh, that translates uh, to the court. And um, when wins come like they have this past week, then there's no question. Is it, it's a greater sense of joy. It's just kind of how it works. Coach, uh, 30, 24, 28, 24. Uh, those are Clay Thompson's last four games. What, what has been the key to him turning it on? Uh, I think just shot selection. Um, that's really the main thing. Uh, patience and poise and, and uh, recognizing that, uh, you know, he's not open, just move it on. I watched him last night, uh, you know, get double covered off of several pin downs and he just immediately dumped the ball into traits or Looney and um, he just made the simple play and I think when when Clay simplifies his game uh, that's when he really starts to click 
Kevon Looney's minutes have been down last night, minus 19. I don't know how much stock you put into plus minus over one game. It seems like Kevon is a little bit out of sorts this year. What would you put your finger on in terms of where Kevon is this year as opposed to previous years where he's played more and been more successful? Yeah, I think uh, I think some of Loon's struggles have been related to the the struggles of the of the team itself. You know, he's a he's a, a complimentary player. He's a, he's a guy who you know really supports star players. That's his role in the NBA. And you think about him the last couple of years. You know, with guys playing at such a high level, obviously a championship team. You know, two years ago, um, last year's. Starting five, you know, with, with, which Loon's obviously a part of, the best unit in the league. I think with the struggles of Clay and Wiggs early on, the suspension of, of Draymond, you know, some of the um, the absences, the lack of rhythm, continuity, I think that's hurt Loon for sure. And uh, because of our slow start, because of uh, some losses and, you know, trying to find different lineup combinations, um, he hasn't been able to get into the, a rhythm. But... I know that we need him. I know he's going to play a big role. You think about all the games that we've got down the line uh, with centers that we're, we're, you know, he, we're going to have to have him to guard those guys, one being Christmas Day against Jokic. Hmm. You know, Lou's going to play a big role, there's no doubt. Uh, but, but Trace has earned minutes, and he's going to play too. Uh, Steve, you, you know, you, you've indicated in the past um, even this year, that you really like some some structure and continuity with your lineups, and especially with what you were just talking about, you've shown so much more flexibility for different lineups. You've had to. Uh, do you see that continuing, or are you moving closer to 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 something that you would consider somewhat firm in terms of a, a lineup and a rotation? It's interesting. Um, it's a great question, and every every team is different. And, and some years, you just know these are our top nine or top ten automatic, and, and um, we're going to play these guys. Uh, this is not one of those years. I, I really feel like we have thirteen guys who could all be in the rotation, um, and when everybody's healthy. No matter how you slice it, there's going to be three or four guys who are really not thrilled at the end of the night um, because there's only enough time for you know nine to ten guys each night. So nothing is set in stone. I think um, we have to figure out what's going to work each night, who's playing well. Uh, the challenge there comes with you know, individually. Um, players really have to embrace that and accept accept that, and that's not an easy thing to do. And as a coaching staff, we have to figure out what those rotations are from night to night, and which is different. So, um, you know, it, it's a good problem to have a, a really deep roster, but uh, there's also at times, you know, questions that are not easily answered. Does it help that somebody like Chris Paul has been so willing to adapt to this role, a guy who's never come off the bench in his career, and he's almost exclusively been off the bench this year. Does that set a certain tone for the rest of the guys to be more malleable with these lineup changes? No question. No question. You, you have to have uh, vets who sacrifice. I always point to Andre Iguodala, who I thought was uh, made the key sacrifice in our in our run, you know, starting nine years ago when he uh, agreed to come off the bench. And, you know, Chris is doing the same now. Chris is a Hall of Famer, one of the great point guards of all time, still playing at a really high level and um, just 
completely embraced coming off the bench, and, and that, that sets the tone for all the guys. So we're lucky to have Chris, and, and uh, he's an unbelievable leader for these guys. Uh, Steve Kerr with us here, Willard and Dibbs. Coach, there's no question that this is a little bit of a different kind of a vibe and a return of an ex-champion player. What, what are your emotions with Jordan Poole returning Friday night? Well, number one, I'm excited for him because I know our fans are going to give him an enormous ovation. Um, and he deserves that. You know, he's a champion. Uh, we don't win that championship in 22 without Jordan. He played a huge role there. He's an a, a unbelievable success story. You know, 28th pick in the draft. Um, you know, he played that first year that I referenced when we had the worst record in the league. And we really threw him into the deep end. He wasn't ready and, and uh, you know, took his lumps. And then just went to work and put in so much great work and turned himself into the player that, that he's become. And, and uh, our fans, they recognize all of that. And so do all of our players and coaches. So uh, we're going to welcome Jordan back with open arms uh, on uh, Friday. And we're, we're excited to see him. Any idea about the video tribute? Will it be pregame, uh, first quarter? Is this something that you even have on your radar, or is it something that you just get surprised by when it actually pops up in-game? No, I always know when these things are happening, and, and um, you know, we, we Raymond Ritter does an incredible job of, of communicating, you know, between the marketing department and the team, and, you know, for different events or people coming in. Um, we always have these discussions, so everyone's aware of what's happening. And uh, I thought it was so great a month ago or so when Kevin Durant finally got his return to Chase, uh, or debut at Chase, I guess I should say, you know, return to the Bay. And our fans gave him um, exactly the ovation he deserved, you know, being a two-time Finals MVP. And, uh, I thought that was a, a wonderful night, and I think uh, tomorrow will be similar for Jordan. Uh, Coach, kind of getting back to the games that have, that, that have recently been played, um, sort of notice, yeah, I, I, I'm recalling a conversation that we had with you last year where you talked about the analytics of each player and how they do with other players on the floor at the same time. And for a team that, that, that seems to have a thirst for more youth and athleticism, I wanted to ask you why Andrew Wiggins and Jonathan Kaminga aren't on the floor at the same time more often. Well, uh, and you just talked about it. Um, you know, we look at combinations all the time, uh, whether it's two man combinations, three man, or or all five. And um, you know, we we put the ones on the floor, frankly, that we think are going to do the best and that uh, that that match up the best. And I think those two guys have uh, very similar skill sets. Um, and I know it's, it, it, you know, it's probably a, a thought like let's, let's get, you know, our two uh, most athletic guys with the length and all that. Let's get them on the floor together. You know, we, we really look at, at who complements each other in these lineups. And, uh, you know, and we, we go with the lineups that we feel are suited to help each other, and that's uh, that's always our focus. Does that speak to why Brandon Podjemski is playing more than maybe people would have anticipated? Is it because he plays so well with others? It's uh, because of all of the positive things Brandon does. He He's good in any lineup. Um, he can handle the ball. 
in half court set. Um, he can finish the play in transition. He can knock down the three. He's an excellent passer. Uh, he can guard multiple positions. He's going to take charges. He's going to box out every single time. Guys like that just make any lineup better. So I, I, I'll throw Brandon out there with anybody, and that's that's one of the reasons he's such a valuable player for us. Steve, did you hear Shaq last night say that it's time to start uh, asking if Steph Curry is the best player of all time? Did, did, did say that again? Did, did what? Did what happen? So Shaq on TNT after the game sort of asked it as a question, but after watching what he did last night, said, "Is it time to start including Steph Curry in the debate for the greatest player of all time?" Love that. Uh, I think uh, the the argument that uh, maybe isn't even an argument is the most skilled player of all time. You know, and there's there's all kinds of different ways of looking at you know who's the best and you know all that who's the most talented. You know, you can factor in size and length and athleticism and uh, scoring inside, scoring whatever. I just look at Steph as the most skilled basketball player I've ever seen. Um, there's never been anybody in terms of the shooting and ball handling ability and ability to shoot from the distances that he shoots from and, and, the, and the finishing in the lane, just the, the rhythm, the fluidity. I, I've never seen anybody uh, as skilled with the ball as Steph Curry. Do you think that this conversation steve comes down to a generational debate you know guys your age and my age and mark's a shade younger than you and i but it does it come down to players that you saw growing up that you're always going to have somewhat of a bias toward yeah i think that's part of it i mean i i never watched jerry west or oscar robinson play so i can't really you know compare them to michael jordan you know i mean i just i didn't I didn't really see them. I've seen highlights, but that's different. And uh, and then, like I said, all of these conversations, there's there's so much context involved. Um, I still think Michael Jordan's the greatest player of all time, and I am a little biased. But uh, that you know, the reason I think that is just because I, I I watched it up close. I watched how much better he was than every other player in the entire NBA, and I watched that the fact that he had an answer for. Anything and everything that you know, that people threw at him, and uh, and I still think he's the biggest killer in crunch time that I've ever seen. Um, so that doesn't mean he's as skilled as Steph Curry, and that doesn't mean Steph Curry, you know, can't be compared to Michael. It's just they're they're just different, and and I think all players are different, and that's why when you get into these conversations, it's really really hard to actually come up with anything uh, that's finite. Uh, Steve, we won't talk to you till after the holiday. Uh, you guys play on this holiday every year now. Uh, what 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 is that like for for you and the guys? Uh, I love it if it's a home game, and I can't stand it if it's a road game. It's yeah. as simple as that. You know, it's great to be uh, at home with your your family on Christmas morning, and then you know you got a game that afternoon or that evening. Uh, it feels like just part of. Um, you know, part of the day, and it feels great. But when you're on the road, you're gone. You're gone from your family. You need Christmas Eve. It's even worse. I think Boston is. You know, they're they're on this road trip. They they play the Lakers Christmas Day, but they're gone. You know, from their families this entire week. 
So that's brutal. For us, it's the end of the game. Not too bad because we, we fly there and fly back Christmas night. So it's, it's not uh, not ideal, but it's not the worst case scenario either. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't you just fly in right before? You got a veteran squad. You don't need to just fly in and play and then get out of there. <laughs> That's basically what we're doing. We're going we're gonna to go in Christmas Eve, you know, literally in the evening and, and get there and play the game and get back. And what do you do about uh, the Joker when you get there without Draymond Green, the one guy who's been so good at stopping him? Do you do you put Chris Paul on him? Because Chris Paul said yesterday <laughs> he's used to guarding guys bigger than him, Steve. Well, he took Jason Tatum last night yeah. and uh, did a, did a great job on him. We we know that from playing against Chris. You know he's uh, he's so strong. He used to you know guard Kevin Durant at times when Kevin was here. He'd get underneath him and use his strength and savvy and. and uh, yeah, good idea. Maybe we'll have Chris Cardiocas. Perfect. <laughs> I like it. Uh, co- Coach, we'll let you run, but a lot of our listeners, I know they're all thinking the same thing. Yep. yep. Steve Kerr, is he still alive in the fantasy playoffs or not? Complete collapse, guys. Oh, Utter no! collapse. Come on! Yeah. Don't tell me it was coaching. Oh, it had to be coaching. <laughs> oh, Steve. <laughs> Steve, no. You played the I wrong was, lineup, I Steve. Know. I was 8-2, and two, uh, and I'm now 8-7. and seven. I've lost five in a row. We do, uh, we do like, Premier League style. We don't have playoffs. We just do best record at the end of the year, you know, 18 weeks and uh, 18 games. So uh, I've, I've fallen out of contention, and it, it, uh, it's devastating. Oh, my God. I like it. That's old school. Yeah, yeah. that's old school. Um, Man, who took you out? Is it? Is this a, the former Arizona teammates? Was it? Was it Craig McMillan who took you out? <laughs> oh, no. uh, Matt Mulebach is my uh, my my fellow uh, Wildcat who's in the league. Nice. Uh, yeah, but uh, Craig, Craig's not in the league. But uh, yeah, we we it's mostly U of A guys, bunch of college buddies, and. Uh, and we love it, but uh, yeah, this was a tough stretch here the last five weeks. Man, well, uh, bad stretch for fantasy, good stretch for reality, and I bet you make that trade every single time. And and Steve, thank you as always, and Merry Christmas to you, honestly. Merry Christmas to you guys, and we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk soon. Okay, Thanks, there Steve. it is. Head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, uh, on the road on Christmas. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.